previously on Live at 605. Yeah, and I said I don't need to get married, so who came first? Well, me, because I clearly love you more. You do! (laughs) I highly love your daughter. (laughs) John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 18, episode 11 of Live at 605. And we are officially in our new and improved 605 studios. Yeah, the brand new state-of-the-art 605 studios. Although we don't have the full setup right now, so next week the season finale will have all the bells and whistles for recording. But we are officially out of... 605 studios what <laughs> i was gonna say the where OG. we actually yeah now yeah. we we are in the new house the new studio mm-hmm. and this is our first ever episode yeah how does it feel weird very, <laughs> it's very weird to be on our couch yeah in a completely different house with our tv and our coffee table and our yeah. ladder and it's not what it usually is no and i still think this is where i was saying to some friends at work today the move really does feel like we just moved our furniture into an airbnb yeah like i'm just like oh what like how long did we get this are we the super host right (laughs) for this airbnb so yeah yeah no i 100 percent agree but it's a very cool space and i'm glad all our furniture fits barely what? But it, no, it got in. Barely. Well, that's their stories to all the furniture getting inside here and everything. Yeah. But as I said, this is the penultimate episode Ooh. of season eighteen. I mean, you don't get much bigger than this season we no, just had. This is this season is so legend to the point where I, I'm just gonna go listen to it again. Yeah, well, just think ten years from now, if you go back, do you think we'll still be doing podcasts in ten years? Probably. I was gonna say probably not. Ah, uh, okay. No, no, no. I hope you tell me when you want to quit. Oh boy. I don't know. What do you put on a divorce cover art? Well, that's why I was saying. Like, <laughs> like, season 18, we got married and bought a house. The only way we can top is if we get d- divorced and get foreclosed. What, how, what does foreclosed mean? It means you don't pay your bills and they close the house on you. Shit. We'll have to sell royalties. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, this is, this is definitely... Yeah, pe- what else is there to talk about now? Just our housing woes. Yeah, I'm sure we can find a bunch of shit. I mean, oh. we were part of a clinical trial the last couple oh, of weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's so true. Forgot about that. <laughs> we're doing all kinds of uh, crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. But I think this has definitely by far been the biggest and best season ever. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, and, yeah, no, go ahead. I was going to say, and for the fans, we'd love to hear from you to hear the, like, you know, what did you like about the season? What resonated with you? Or like, what were you like, whoa, I can't believe this happened. And give us crazy feedback. Yeah. And does it give you hope that, oh, you know, do we help you with your house search or like, because, totally. or if you're planning a wedding or want to get married, if you want to get engaged mm-hmm. and find out how to do an awesome engagement, go back and listen to totally. some of our previous episodes. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like we, we try to help people, well, whatever. I just try to make people laugh. Oh boy. oh boy. But yeah, anyway, this is now getting all weird, but yeah, I think this season has been super cool and I'm looking forward to like couple years from now going back and listening to this it's mm-hmm. almost like if you listen to the previous season season 17 and all like the wedding struggles like mm-hmm. it's you must listen to it now and be like, oh wait, wow my dress burnt down how did i record a podcast i have no tooth how did i record a podcast <laughs> like obviously we're not laughing at the tooth i'll never laugh at that but yeah can you almost laugh at like the As dress I look burning at down slip and fall legal solution <laughs> <laughs> 
So this week's episode is sponsored by Slip and Fall Legal Solution. Call 416 Yeah, but can you almost look back on your wedding dress burning down and laugh? No. no. Okay. Even Tesla and I were speaking about this when we were cleaning out the original Club 605. And she was like, oh my God, this is your wedding dress oh, in the yeah. big bag. I'm like, yeah. She's like, is it crazy that you had so much money and you're only going to wear this once? I'm like, um, well, I wore it twice. And like what I said to her was, I think what's great is after her and Sean's wedding mm-hmm. and like just some of her other friends, this is where I'm like, why doesn't everyone come over and we'll just hang out in our wedding dresses oh, and do idea. like a wedding dress party? That's actually a really good idea. Right? We can all just do a fancy dress here. That's a pretty boss idea. Right? I yeah. think that's awesome. I like that to idea. Almost to the point where I'm like, that could be like a one-year anniversary party. That's true. Right? There fancy dress. Guys, yo, I'm full of ideas. Well, and if you want people to hear your ideas, how do they get in contact with your... Uh... Ooh, if you want to get in contact with me, it's ValGomez23 on Instagram and Twitter. You're definitely going to want to check out Instagram because we got some crazy cool shit. But you didn't do an actual post of the new house yet. No, not yet, but I could. And then follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Mal. Yeah, that was a mistake. I should have posted it as a post. Maybe I'll just put it as a post. Yeah. Yeah. Do what? The cart leaving and then the new house. As like cart leaving. What is the cart leaving? The rock and roller with all the totes. I did it as a story. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll do it. I'll do it as a post. Uh, and then if you go to Facebook or Instagram, search live at 605, you'll see a bunch of like dope shit that we always make. Like I just made a, a super fun aerobics workout video of us getting ready for the big move. And st- it's actually out. quite funny. So go watch it. Yeah. So we'll post that. And that's already posted all over the place. And this week again, uh, we're going to be talking about <laughs> the month leading up to us moving. We'll talk about us moving probably. We can say moving one more time. <laughs> I got 47 tips on how to live a happier life. So I wanted to read a couple of those. And then we'll set us up for the finale next week, which again, end on a high note. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the best of 2019. Mm-hmm. And we're putting out the first best step before everyone else does it. Ooh. So you won't be like tired of like pitchforks, yeah. stupid hipsters. Now you'll have an edge up on the competition. Exactly. It gives you a chance to listen and we watch We got shows. conversation starters for days. So where do you want to start with this thing? Well, I was thinking uh, I want to call out one of our super fans of the week. Okay. So super fan of the week. This week. Well, hell, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a Live at 605 super fan. That shit on fleek. It's still Sean Batty. Oh, boy. <laughs> you got a twofer. You got a twofer in season wow. 18. However, wow. this is where I'm adjusting it. Hmm. You and I, when we do a podcast, oh, for boy. whatever I know what you're reason, gonna say. You're gonna every, out. I'm going to call you out, too. What? Every time we do a podcast... I always get called out for doing things like swearing, hiccuping, burping. Like, I don't even know what else I do. But I'm like, yo, you do all these things too. So then when Sean came over on Friday night. They're different though. No, they're not. He's like, oh, anyways. Keep going. So Sean's like, Val, one of the funniest things is always when you like belch or do something, belch on like really loudly and impromptu and i'm like i never do that it's always a hiccup my hiccups are just violent yeah they're, they're like <laughs> right but i'm like yo john grips all the time in these but i try to sneak them in there you also do pervy things 
pervy things. You always say pervy things. We sh- like what? Tell that jam or jelly joke that Sean Batty told <laughs> me about. I forgot to ask him about that on Friday when we were doing the shots of well, gin. Well, if Sean's listening to this, he can text it to you. <laughs> well, you already know what the answer. Do you remember what it is? No. Difference between jam and jelly? <laughs> Stop saying it. <laughs> Sean. You're disowned. <laughs> that was your almost super fan of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 super fan. That shit on Do you have a sponsorship? No, I think we can just what? get right into this bullshit. Okay, because I feel like the sponsorship should be the neighbor with the cats, but we can tell that as part of the story. Uh, no, we can we can make it the sponsorship right now. I just don't have anything to write it down, so I'm just trying to yeah. memorize everything. So do you want to? You can write it in my phone. No, that's okay. I, I have it. We're just going to leave a gap here. Okay. So this is the sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So on Saturday, this is a bit out of order, but it's worth noting. Um, was our big Club 605 move day out of apartment 605 into first-time homeowners, new 605. Right. And so we kind of did a thing where we had Team 1, Team 2, and Team 1 consisted of John, Sean, and the movers yeah. that we hired. Team 2 is me, Tesla, Ferris, and Cam, yeah. right? And so in the morning at around 9.30... Um, John and I had already been up and like moving things for like two hours. I had already done a run to the the new house yeah. at this point. Come back and the movers have started wrapping all of the furniture. But Tesla and I were down the hallway like loading shit in the elevator. And all you hear is this like intense ripping yeah. sound. It's well, like they're wrapping everything. They're wrapping everything. But it was that sound of like almost pulling like tape yeah. really loud. Like um, what you call like packing tape. Sure. And ripping it so loud. It was fucking echoing through the hallway yeah but we're moving and so i literally come back and i was like hey guys we might maybe we should shut the door and then they're like everyone's like no yeah. and they're like don't shut it because it'll just add to the longevity i'm like but you're not moving anything right now right. <laughs> you're just wrapping things so then i was like okay fuck it i'm going so me and tesla leave and go to the new house and then what happened well, we have this one neighbor who was supposedly cool, but you're not cool no more. Well, he... Uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, but it was like, he was cool with us, but then yeah. all of a sudden, he just became super crusty. He's just like, can you shut the door? And they're like, no, we're, we're moving things in now. But he's like, my cat, my cat can't eat. It's getting stressed out because of this tape. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck off, you right. and your cat. I mean, I, cats are great. Oh, boy, here we cats go. Cats are great, dogs are great, everyone's great. I just... I, we're like, we're moving. We're moving. Like, we're out of your hair. And what do you expect? Like, this is just what's happening. But he's just like, my cat can't eat because of this. He's stressing it out. I'm like, your cat can't eat because it doesn't care about you. It <laughs> just judges and you. It just judges you. Like, I've never seen a cat stressed out. A cat stressed out looks the same as a cat happy. <laughs> we, we have cats in our backyard now. That's yeah, just, I know. Uh, One just climbed over the barbecue. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Better than a raccoon. Absolutely. But no, I was like, yo, that's so fucking ghetto. Because I was like, out of all the things that we're getting in trouble for, I know. I'm like, I'm sorry. There's a homeless man in the thing. Nobody says anything. Yeah. Fucking, it smells like like literally like our whole ass. like a dog's ass and our whole floor is fucking hot box. Nobody gets in trouble. No. This at a decent hour yeah, it wasn't in the like, middle of the day. It's it like, like 11.30 in yeah. the morning or and something. And then I'm also like, put your fucking cat in the farthest bedroom then to like yeah. feed him. It's like, relax, dude. It's just, it's moving day. We were in and out of the apartment and 
two hours. Yeah, it's like, okay, so just don't eat right now. Yeah, so whatever. That's why we moved That's out That's your of there. sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So, <laughs> do you want to take it back from the house inspection? Yeah, that's where I had it planning, so. So, after we purchased the house, and we had only seen it for really, like, that first 15 minutes, then when we came back from Montreal, we asked Becca on, if we could go see the place on the Tuesday, um, and so we did, which was great. And then we wanted to do a walkthrough, yeah. right, and do a proper house inspection of ourselves. Um, yeah. Well, our own because when we closed we didn't have any contingencies right right so we just wanted to make sure everything was okay which is another thing you should do um is if you'd close with no contingencies make sure you follow up with doing a house inspection they're probably like 300 dollars sure. or so and so our home inspection prior to purchasing was really good but we just felt a bit more confident the funny thing was it's the same dude who did the previous house inspection did it with us but because John and I obviously haven't hmm. owned a house or anything anymore, right. we're like, why don't we bring in some other homeowners, sure. right? So then we kind of know what to do mm. um, and, like, look out for. And they might see things that we just wouldn't pick out, so we're not, like, taken for a ride. Right. So we brought both of my brothers. Yeah. Um, so Ho- it was Both home- homeowners. Both homeowners for years and on two different sides of, like, the coin a bit. Like, sure. Um, both of them are very successful and have like two different, like Brennan's house is similar to this house where I would say it's like more of a townhouse. Carl lives in like a mansion, right? Um, but both of them have had like their run of the mill or not run of the mill. Both of them have had like challenges with their house. Like anyone with the house does, I guess. Absolutely. So it's so funny though, cause it's like you and I could have physically just not been there (laughs) at some point. So we get into... All four of like the inspector comes and he's like literally met with John, me, Becca, yeah. Carl, and Brandon. Yeah. And it is possibly the funniest slash most intense home inspection walkthrough I've ever seen. Oh, for sure. And it's also like one of those things where, you know, when people are like, um, oh, I, I know everything about that profession because I've lived through it. Yeah. But the guys, the home inspector would be like, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. So like Carla and Brandon were like trying to school the house inspector and he's like, no, 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 no. you're fine. Yeah. So how are you feeling during the home inspection? Stressed. Yeah, you look noticeably stressed. I was just trying to like not let Brandon and Carl stress out the home inspector. It's only stressful because he's walking through and basically telling you, pointing out what's wrong or what needs to be mm-hmm. fixed or this or that. And so it's just like, it can be a little stressful. It's not like he's walking through and be like, oh, this is the this thing's perfect. This thing's perfect. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you might want to look at that or this or that. Yeah. So. I think it was also like, it was a little bit darker and colder at that point. And like one of the funniest things, like after the house inspection, and like Brandon brought his whole binder of yeah. like notes. And I think I'm somewhere in the middle between how Brandon and Carl work in terms of like how we operate. So like Brandon's a huge note taker. Yeah. I'm probably middle of the stream and Carl doesn't do any. Right. And so like I'm walking around taking notes with the iPad and everything. And then after we finish, Brandon's like, that went well. What scares you the most about your house? I'm like, I don't know, raccoons. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, this is what terrifies me. Your balcony, your shingles and all this stuff. And like the house inspector said it was fine. Like, so it was just more funny. Um, I do think it's helpful to have people who have had house experience kind of do the walk with you. So I would say just do it because it's like if you're like us and haven't gone through it, it's just like an extra set of eyes and Mm -hmm. um, assurance, I would say, on your side and support. 
Yeah, but I was glad that they came and helped us out and kind of walked through with us. And then I was also glad when it was all over with. So that was another thing that we were able to check off the list in between all the house prep and everything. And then I guess the second one was the lawyers. Right. Yeah, the lawyers. Uh, that that yeah. was only hard because it fell around Thanksgiving, right? Right. Yeah, it's also just like you give them all this money just to print out stuff that you just need to sign. It's like, really, do you need lawyers to like... Yeah, I didn't really understand any of that kind of stuff. And I'm also like, yo, this seems like an exorbitant amount of waste of paper. I was like, yo, you should do this on an iPad. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, I don't even know where I put that paper's in my binder, but are we ever going to look at it? No. Do I need to look at it? I don't know. I don't know. Right? She seemed to like us a lot, though. Oh, yeah. Well, who doesn't like us a lot? (laughs) And then I was going to say, do you want to talk about... Oh, this is... Yeah. Never mind. No, no, no. What? No, I was going to say something, how I said it's like, when you go to a dentist, and a dentist said he needs to have good teeth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not go there. (laughs) (laughs) Let me look at my notes real quick of what else. I know a bunch of things I want to talk about, but Mm. let me just check the order of stuff I have right now. Um... Oh, this is just something current that happened. Did you hear Drake got booed off of stage last night? Where? Tyler, the creator, has a music festival, mm-hmm. and he was teasing all these like guest rappers to come out. And so like ASAP Rocky came out, Little Uzi Vert came out. Okay. Then everyone thought that Frank Ocean was going to come out because mm-hmm. Frank Ocean and Tyler, the creator, are pretty like close. Mm-hmm. And then Drake came out, performed two songs, and he's like, I can go all night if you guys want me to. And they're like, boo, bring out Frank Ocean. Really? So he left the stage, and Frank Whoa. Ocean never came. So his ass got booed. That's crazy pants. So now I can put that in the description. Um, I was going to say, um, why don't we talk about the decision to paint the house Yeah, and, and paint the house and move, hiring movers opposed to not hiring movers. Yeah. So one of the other things you and I debated, on, like you picked the moving date. So was there a reason why you wanted to do November 9th? Cause you also had a concert the day before. Yeah. I kind of screwed up and picked the moving date after I realized that we had a concert the night before, which I wouldn't have done again. I would have rather have had that whole day to ourselves, but we have the apartment till the 30th and um, I didn't want to move at the end of November in case it was snowing. And guess what? Two days after we moved, there's a snowstorm. Thank God. eh? But I also didn't want to move like the first weekend Mm -hmm. that we got the house because I wanted to make sure if we wanted to paint or bring mm-hmm. stuff over. So I just thought November 9th was early enough that it should be okay. And it was, which was great. Yeah, I think it, it was like out. crisp, cool, and sunny. For sure. Um, so, so I think this is where, because we were like, oh, we have a little bit of an ease in, John and I after work, and this is where we were like, okay, what's the plan? How are we moving? What should we do in like the three weeks basically leading up to from closing to move in? Right. Um. So we said, oh, we have like three options. We could hire movers, do it ourselves with friends, or kind of take everything over in caravan sessions. And I think the final outcome was all three. But what we wanted to do was, and you and I were pretty quick on activating this. We used this app, um, web-based app called MoveSnap. Yeah. Recommended by the lawyers. lawyers. I guess they did do that for us. I suppose. I suppose. Um, And so basically they suggested a moving company. Then two of my work friends also suggested a moving company. Yeah. And then we got a quote for how much it would be to rent a car. Yeah. Right. And do it all ourselves with like 10 of our friends. Right. And so when push came to shove, how did you feel? Because I think there were two different price points. One was like 1200. One was like 500. One was like 
A no, hundred. Uh, one, one was more like the 1200 was more 1800. Really? Yeah, so it's like. But you got a ficus at the end of it. You did? I thought yeah, they just brought you coffee. Oh, I thought, oh, maybe I'm lying. I thought it was like, we're giving you a plant. They know they may be. So basically, you could have either gone like big box moving company. And- so we just had a surprise phone call Ooh. from Mom's Malin. I like that. Of Mom's and Pop's Malin fame. <laughs> so they're, she was checking and see how we're doing in the new place. Yeah. And uh, it's good. Uh, yeah, good to hear from them. It was very exciting to FaceTime my folks on the, on the weekend, show them the house, and then like talk to your folks. They're going to be coming down probably next weekend to help put mm-hmm. some stuff up. So it's definitely exciting. Like I think as excited as we are, like the family and parents are always just as excited, if not mm-hmm. more excited, to see their kids uh, moving on in this world. <laughs> So uh, we ended up. So, what was your thought process? I think we were talking about the movers, and you oh, said yeah, it was yeah. like one was like eighteen hundred, oh, yeah, yeah. one was five hundred, yeah. and then one was obviously like a hundred ish. If we did it ourselves, and the weird thing was, you were toying between the really expensive one and then us doing it. Yeah, because if you do the really expensive one, there's like no thought into it. Like they come in, they discon, they disassemble, reassemble this uh-huh. and that. They bring you a coffee and, and a ficus and a ficus, but I'm just like, uh, and I know at a certain point that like, you spend all this money on a house. What's a few thousand dollars? <laughs> but now it's like, well, no, like even now we are trying to just be more money conscious. Like I used to just buy lunch every day, mm-hmm. now and now I buy lunch maybe once a week, and I eat your delicious leftovers for yeah. lunch, which is great. So I don't know. I think it came down to the five hundred dollar guys were like a more independent one, but they had references from three people that you worked with mm-hmm. who said they had used them and said they were great. So totally. I was like, okay, if I figure for 500 bucks, they'll move all the heavy things. And then, you know, they might not, you know, tr- if we have a big white dresser, they might not take it upstairs because they don't think it'll <laughs> fit. So then if we yeah. have to do it, we have to do it. So stuff like that. And then I figured, oh, we have some friends helping. Let's just get these movers to mm-hmm. move the big shit and then we can do little shit. Totally. And so um, that was one thing. So I, we would say if we had to continue the list of like top 10 advice tips to mm. moving into a place, hire movers if you can afford it. Because yeah. having to not drive a giant truck, park that it, too. load stuff, wrap stuff, especially if it's in your new place. Like maybe if you're renting, I'd say like, oh, do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, but it was just this extra, like it alleviated one layer of stress. 100%. So um, that was one. So, so we settled on November 9th. We were hiring movers. Hiring movers. And then you, was it, were you, did you always want to do this or is it because you're talking to, to our Aunt Jay? What made mm. you decide about painting? So one of the weird things was, especially from the house inspection onwards, I, we, the, because the people hadn't lived here in a while. Mm. So the whole house was staged with moving for like stager furniture. Yeah. I didn't notice the color of the walls mm. because all the furniture like changed. It, it basically makes the the wall paint react differently right. kind of thing. And so the walls didn't seem as quote unquote beige mm. as they actually were when all the furniture was removed from the house. Right. So I became hyper aware once all the staging furniture was removed. And I'm like, oh, fuck. We could paint the place because this will stress me out. Mm. One of the things I love about our place is it's really unique in its shape. There's yes. like a lot of weird bulkheads. There's mm-hmm. like a giant skylight. Yeah. Um, there's just like a lot of visual interest. It's not just four straight clean walls. And so I was like, okay, on Move Snap again, they gave an estimate or a recommendation for painters. And so when I was talking with your Aunt Jay, 
it was like, oh, it'd be probably great before we move in to paint the walls. So then it's just like fresh and clean and ready to go, especially like this main floor is where we would spend most of our time. I don't feel as compelled to do it myself because right. it is like so intricate. Yeah. So with Move Snap, we found wow one day painting. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up getting, I think, an estimate person come in on like the Sunday. And right? it's kind of like I had no idea how much painting would Neither cost. Neither did I. I'm like, it could be $500. It yeah. could be $10,000. Yeah. And for some houses, it is $10,000. Totally. And for some houses, it is $500. And I'd say we had a pretty good price, yeah. really good price. This is like, again, one of the best recommendations I will say is the best facelift to your house to freshen it up is painting. Mm. It's inexpensive relatively if you do it yourself. But if you use Wow One Day Painting, not only is it inexpensive, it's a great job. Yeah. And the customer service was fantastic. So we And had- they give you the best little tiny cookies ever. <laughs> So we ended up um, getting the estimate on the Sunday, Mm. right? And they said to do our entire main floor plus the skylight plus a portion of the wall in our master bedroom because the skylight runs through the whole house, Mm -hmm. including the basin trim was under 2K, Mm -hmm. which was like bananas to me because I thought at least 3,500 up. So I was like, yo, this is is crazy cool. We also picked a color that I love. It totally makes the place feel different. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's like a soft gray satin color. And because of all the crazy walls and whatnot, we did this cool treatment in the kitchen Mm. on the ceiling with it. And so the crazy part was, obviously, vendors, they typically come during the work week to do this. So from October 21st, when we closed to November 9th, (laughs) John and I would, in a caravan of our car, load on this dolly, rock and roll dolly that I got (laughs) my brother after he had his neck surgery, Mm. take stuff in totes to the house in the dark. After working like 12 hours, Mm -hmm. we would literally move things for the next two hours to the house and put stuff away. And your Aunt Jay would meet us at the house and help us. And so we got a lot of stuff done. But the house was a, basically a shell, but we moved everything upstairs into the guest bedroom. Yeah, that's right. So by the time it hit like this past Wednesday, um, like I think a week ago, mm. to paint the house, the mover or the painter said they would come for like 8 a.m. and probably be done. Like it would take a full day. Yeah. So then it was fantastic. I got here at like 7.30. The house was empty. I was like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> right. And so I'm like, OK, waiting for the painters to come. To what? Oh, no, sorry. I was going to forget. This is only a quick story, and we may have mentioned it. Mm. But uh, a week before this, we came and we got the locks changed. Oh, yeah. Which is another tip. I think we mentioned it before. Yeah. But we did. We had a guy come and change the locks. It yeah. took like 20 minutes. And I just feel so much safer knowing now that no totally. one has a set of these keys. And it only reminded me that because we came early on a Saturday as well. But totally. Sorry, keep going. Well, no, because we came early on the Saturday to do the locksmith. And yeah, then the next like, day, we did the estimate. That's right. Oh, yeah, we did right? do that. And so then, so, yeah, so we were, like, knocking shit out of the park. That's right. And so that Wednesday, this past Wednesday, I stayed here and worked from this <laughs> house for, like, three hours while yeah. the painters came. And so Steph and Doug were... Doug! Doug um, great line from Hangover. Um, <laughs> what you call it? Came. Super professional. So chill and diligent. But also love, and I wrote them a really great review on, or what I consider is a great review, mm. on um, homeowners for WOW. And so they were amazing. They literally painted in under the timeline they s- 
said they would. Mm. They came with a POV to the point where the ceiling looks is possibly my favorite part of this house. The um, other really great part was they did the skylight and it was so good that I'm like, yo, our house looks sick now. Like I just like, yeah. I was so happy with the outcome, especially cause your aunt Jay was awesome. And she came and stayed for the bulk of the day when I had to go to the office. Mm-hmm. But then I came back at like three 30 mm-hmm. and it looked so different. Like, and the shitty thing was, I'm sure we have before and after pictures, right. um, but we're going to make a house video, obviously. Yes, we will. But they did such an incredible job. They also had the best like music station playing. Yeah. It was all like nineties rock. But it was a Montreal-based did station. You, did you mention how one of the guys was a musician? Yeah, he's so Steph. I was talking to him, and it was also super chill. Like this is where it's like when you have a good rapport with the people you you're like working with. So like I was just shooting the shit with them in the morning, and I was just saying like, oh, I love it because the acoustics are great. And then we started talking about music. He's like this crazy good violinist, which was amazing. And I was like, yo, have you ever played? What is my song? Oh, not uh, fiddle. But- not Phil, uh, Little Eel and yeah. Dragon Drama. Dragon the drama. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. So we were shooting the shit about music, and then, um, yeah, it was just pretty chill. Like, it was nice to listen to like Soul Asylum while I was working upstairs or Collective yes, Soul. Because when I'm painting a house, I want to think about songs <laughs> of missing children. <laughs> so they were awesome, and the place looks amazing. I feel like it just smells fresh now and it feels cleaner, and then it makes like everything just feel new yeah and so the next thing i was gonna say we can talk about quickly we can't talk too much about it because mm-hmm. we can't mess with results but we were uh helped a friend out and we're part of a clinical trial <laughs> and so we won't so that was last saturday last right? saturday and it was really a cool study and we we're happy to help out our friend and uh it was just interesting i won't say too much but there's just one thing where you have to go into a room and they do some things. I feel like lost. Yeah, it's just like a lot of like uh, brain. Uh, it's like eye sensory yeah. and checking your brain and how it like your eyes react but, to stuff. But I was like, I was nervous to do it. And I kind of said, because I have seizures. Yeah. And so I haven't had a seizure in a while. But we, were, we both signed up to support our friend do this. And then you went first, yeah. right? And the only thing was you have to focus and they give you instructions, do this and do that. And it's going fine. And all of a sudden, all I hear is you just laughing. <laughs> and it kind of like took, took you me out. out. I'm like, oh, no, the results. And so I like tried to like work extra hard. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. See, on the different scale, though. So basically, like there'd be like a red dot in the middle of the screen. And then yeah. your eyes would like ping pong to either side. So then when I got in there, I was like, OK, I'll do this. I'll kick ass at this. But then at one point, I got so bored of doing it <laughs> that I just stopped being. I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to look dumb. Like I'm no. not paying attention. Uh, so then the one funny thing was because I went first, there was like 10 minutes when I was just waiting for you to finish up mm-hmm. and I found uh, this Reader's Digest on Which the I was table. Like, I never feel like people read this, but I was like, you like were all about it. And well, then I found one at work. Because the the front page says 47 Secrets to a Happier Life. So I'm like, oh, this is easy. What is it? I open there? it up and it's just like little blurbs with the highlights. So it's like, let me read you some of Reader's Digest 47 Secrets to a Happier Life. The, the one that I always gravitate towards, uh, some of this stuff is stupid. So, like, the first one is keep a diary and reread it from time to time. That's Although, basically the I podcast. I was going to say it's the podcast. Never mind. How is that stupid? So, we do do, do it. Um, forgive, brackets, even if you can't forget. Oh. Uh, definitely cool. don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> figure out your purpose. Hi, we do a podcast and we're fucking awesome people. Okay, so is Be Humble one of them? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here's another one. Take up a hobby. Violin. Violin, podcasting, 
this one you definitely do. Mm. Uh, strong relationships are key to happiness. Yeah. Uh, this one would make me not happy. Owning a pet can make you happier. <laughs> Did we mention there was a cat on our barbecue? Um, start following sports. We what already we follow some. Don Cherry. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, you can't follow the centers because they suck. Yeah. This one, these are the ones that I don't know why I always make me um, interested are stare at trees. I thought it was have more than 10 trees. That's the other one. Is Stare at trees? One of them is stare at trees. The other one is live on a street that has at least 10 trees. Ours does now. Yeah. Remember that time we lived in old Club 605 and they removed the trees? Yeah, and we got way less happier. Yeah, there and there's go. all these pigeons. Yeah, here's another one. Join a choir. I'm basically in a band, so that's, oh, that's nice. true. Sure, you are doing all these things. Why aren't we happier? I don't know. Eat lots of fruits and vegetables. We do that. Although I like, I didn't tell you this. My teeth, my bottom teeth, have been killing. But it's hmm. probably because I haven't been brushing properly or using those toothpicks because we've been in transition mode. And why haven't so you... So I've now tried to like pick my teeth, but I'm basically a Dracula. <laughs> so can we get you set for no, this way? I have to cheat the system before I go back. Okay, here's another one that I do. Mm. It says pedest- McGill University. Pedestrians are the happiest with 85% saying they're satisfied with their commute. So I walk a lot. Yeah. Have uh, the happiest people in Canada have lived at the same address for more than five years? Well, we did. That's true. No, I'm so uh, sad. A home in the burbs can make us happy. No, that's fake news. Maybe in 10 years. Uh, 10 years? <laughs> Uh, don't get too hung up on a home ownership. Oops. <laughs> well, we did. Now we have a home say, ownership. I cry at everything. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, those are just some. I just. What are the other ones? Let me find one. Okay. Yeah, I just I love this thing because it was so easy to. Yeah, you're to, like it's easy to read. Yeah, because they highlight everything. So you find some here. What you got? Mm. I already said most of them. Yeah. Eat at home. Yeah, but sometimes I like Boston pizza. Ooh, we went to Boston pizza yesterday. It was fuego. Oh, Lord. Wearing sunglasses can trick you into feeling happier. That's an interesting one. Yeah, I always wear sunglasses. Oh, that's all you wanted? Yeah. Okay. So So then what happened? I don't know. Do you want to go into like move week? Um, or is there anything else that you want? Did we miss anything? Oh, the only thing I was going to say is because it is winter weather. Yeah. Um, what you going to call it? And I can do this later. But I watched one of those made-for-TV Hallmark movies with DJ uh-huh. Tanner called Switched Out Christmas. Okay. And I'll save this to the week of. But I was like, yo, this Christmas movie was pretty fun. Tis the season for Christmas promos. So this week, how, do you, how have you felt the last two weeks? Stress. Okay. And so one of the things that John and I have always said is I get stressed the first two days. Then you get stressed the next two days, which is good because we can manage each other's stress. Yes. So last... Sorry, I was going to say, I'm happy to say I did not fall in any bathtubs. No. I may have had a small panic attack, right? But you caught me out of it, which was great. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you made yourself so sick because you were stressed and then didn't want to eat anything. No, that's because I had had a migraine. Yeah, but then I got you out of it. And then what happened? I felt better. Yeah, but I was like, can you eat something? You're like, I don't want to eat anything. I'm like, I can't. And then I, I forced you to eat. And then like, I was like, because I know you. You're just going to be like, I'll eat a bowl of cereal. cereal. And then after you ate, you're like, this is good. Bowl. Can yeah. I have a bowl of cereal? I was like, fuck you, John. But basically, we both were so stressed out with everything. But again, stressed out on different days. Absolutely. So it was good because then we're like, who's going to pull us out of this? 
But one of the things we've heard from other people... These 10 trees aren't going to pull us out of it. We have no trees on this whole I can wear my sunglasses all the time. I'm not that happy. So then it was like, one of the things I think, because we do have pretty intense jobs and, you know, we have an active social life Mm. and we were trying to move (laughs) two hours after working 12 hours a night. Mm. There is just a lot going on. And in hindsight, like we did still, we do still have till November 30th to move, Mm -hmm. but we did try and do everything for November 9th. Um, But I think from what we've heard from friends is, you know, moving is probably, or renovations, I guess, are like one of the most stressful things a couple can go through. That's what I always told you. Yeah, then why are you stressing me out? Why am I stressing you out? No, why are we stressing out? Because it's the most stressful thing you can do. (laughs) I told you this when we weren't getting the houses. I'm like, yeah, getting the house is one of the most stressful things you can do. The same as as getting married, and we decided to do all that in one year. But I felt like, in a different way, outside of my dress catching on fire and breaking my teeth, I didn't feel as stressed as I did with this process. Like, I found, like, you and I were also, like, sometimes short with each other in the Mm. moving process. But I think it's just because we were trying to, like, just make things happen and do it efficiently. But how did you feel this week? I... I think multiple times I said I just wanted to be like December 1st or something yeah. like that. So it, um, uh, yeah, I was stressed out. I was worried that things weren't going to fit through doors. And I was right. Things weren't going to fit through <laughs> doors. So I was lucky to take Friday off. And if I didn't take Friday off, I would have. That was John. That was John. Not Val, no. Sean. <laughs> that was on it. Anyways, so I felt very stressed out. And I was very worried that this current couch that we're sitting on right now wasn't going to fit through any of the doors because Mm -hmm. it came in multiple pieces. Mm -hmm. So on Friday, I was like, I'm going to take the day off and I'm going to pack as much stuff as I can because, like you said, I had a concert that night, the day before we were moving. Who did you see? uh, Matt Mays, who I think will be the band of the week this week. But then I was very lucky. I messaged Sean because he was going to the concert with me as well. I'm like, Mm -hmm. hey, man, if you're not busy this afternoon, any chance you want to come over and help me disassemble a couch? And Mm -hmm. he's been great. He's come over and helped us put stuff together. We've helped him move. He's helped us move. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of good teamwork. Mm -hmm. So he came over. I also feel like it's always the three of us at some point during these chapters, which I love. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he helped us when we had bed bugs. (laughs) If they ever get bed bugs. And to move into the apartment. That's true, and we've See? helped them move into their yeah. apartment. And and out of his old one in Parkdale. That's true. Yeah. So he came over, and we fairly easily disconnected the couch, which just made me feel really good. I'm like, okay, that's the only thing I was worried about, not fitting through the doors. Mm-hmm. And then I think him and I ended up taking some more stuff over in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So like, I felt pretty good about that. And how about you the day before? I was going to say the week leading up to it, like those five days felt like the longest days ever because I was like, I just wanted to be Saturday at this point. Sure. And so then I think it was mainly like the Friday because for whatever reason, Tesla and I weren't going to the concert. So I was like, oh boy, I was like, how much can I move myself or prep and pack up um, so that we just are ready to go on Saturday? However, um, I still had to work till about four and then by the time I got home you guys were like we were kind of loading up the dolly and then you guys went to the house and then I think you came back and I had run to Loblaws and packed up some more stuff but then we were like oh it's kind of like reminiscing and like Sean had made a comment about how he listened to last week's episode Mm. um 605 memories Mm -hmm. and so we were just like drinking and hanging there 
And then we like poured one out and had a shot of gin. Oh yeah, you guys uh, did that. for the apartment because I got so sad again. And then he did mention that we left out. He's like, oh, you guys left out a bunch of memories. He's like, I can't forget, remember any of them, but I know you yeah. forgot some. But oh, I know, because you we were talking about the, you said it. The yeah, one. The, the guy's night. The guy's night where Ferris and I went out for girls night. Yeah. And then we all came back and we were all like slightly buzzed. Yeah. And then we just played tag around yeah. the apartment. Yeah, it was um, super fun. So that one was super fun. But yeah, there's just so many of them um, where I'm like, oh, it's just, it's like it's 605, like Club 605. So many great memories. But then, yeah, so Tesla and I went out for dinner and then we went to see a movie while you and Sean were rallying on the Danforth mm. to go see the concert Matt Maze. So how was your evening? And on the Fastbender scale, how was Matt Maze? Yo, yo, yo. How many micro Fastbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. And who is Matt Maze? Matt Maze, he's like a Canadian... He's Canadian? Yeah, he's from the East Coast. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's like a Canadian East Coast rocker who mm-hmm. makes um, he makes rock and roll, but he also makes like acoustic Like he's a mix between, I could see him opening for like a Head in the Heart or the mm-hmm. Avid Brothers, basically. Yeah. So he, I saw him like 12 years ago with Sean and Dan, mm-hmm. and I didn't love him. Mm-hmm. I only really liked one song, and I've never listened to anything other than that one song right. from 12 years ago. And then... Um, I was like, okay, but it'll be fine. I like going to shows. But this was, they had a similar effect to me, or he had a similar effect that Young and the Giant had, where I'm like, I don't really know much Young and the Giant. But then when I went to the show, I'm like, oh, shit, this song is amazing. This song's amazing. Mm -hmm. So his show was great. Uh, On the Fastbender scale, as you mentioned, I'd probably give it a solid, like, 8.3. Wow. It was fun because he came out first and played a song on piano. Mm-hmm. Then he brought out someone to play violin. Then he brought out another person. So, like, each song he brought out a new person that added layers to the sound. Like, so eventually, like, by song nine, there's, like, a full band and they're all playing, like, rock and roll. Yes. But there's a bunch of songs that just made me, like, nostalgic for the apartment and Aww. stuff. So. Uh, it was good. I was also in my head a little bit about the moves so that kind of took me out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But... I, I was a big fan, and I think you would have really enjoyed him. So. Yeah, Tesla and I were very much like, how did we not get invited to this? guy's night. Oh, boy. So that was great. And we were listening to his, his album yesterday. He he put out an album mm-hmm. two years ago and then did, did an acoustic version. I'm yeah. in love with the acoustic album. So, yeah, that was my night. It was really good. So my night was Tesla, me, and our other friend, MC, um... We went to a restaurant, so we went to the Queen and Beaver, and it was pretty chill because we ended up, like, obviously getting a bottle of wine and splitting that and just doing a bunch of, like, appetizers and mains, and we are just shooting the shit because uh, um, Tesla and Sean have their wedding coming up, which is great, and super excited for that, and then we were talking about, like, obviously houses and whatnot, but then just, like, music and everything, like, it's so chill with all of this group of friends, like, and we knew we'd be with most of them over the weekend, and so then we were going to go because we we're like, OK, we can't rally and party all night um, because we have to move in the morning. So I was like, oh, why don't we go see a movie? And then I was like, yo, I'm not seeing it because that's fucking terrifying. Oh, so we ended up going to see the Christmas movie called Last Christmas. And so it had the chick from Game of Thrones, which I've never seen, mm. and a guy from Crazy Rich Asians, <laughs> which we've never seen. <laughs> Um, but going into the film, I didn't really know what it was about. It's just, it was a Christmas movie and 
I was excited because there was singing and skating. There you go. Well, that's good. You enjoyed it, or so on the fast bender scale, I would give it yo yo yo. How many micro fast benders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog, you get eight because that white boy crazy. Maybe six out of ten. That probably sounds about right. No, because okay, so basically, I thought it was okay. I thought Emma Thompson was hilarious. Some of the stuff, there's always this thing with like Hallmarky Christmas movies. I felt like this should have been a made-for-TV film, not like mm. an in-theater film. But um, it. I was like, wait a second. And this always happens to me. I'm like, is he a ghost? <laughs> like, I couldn't tell what was Spoiler happening. alert. Spoiler alert. But I, I still don't know. So, like, Ooh. you guys go watch. Um, I thought it was okay. There was a lot of George Michael. I felt like they okay. literally pulled out his entire catalog and whams to do Doesn't this. Doesn't he only have one Christmas song? No, he has, like... Like four, I think. Or um, they've made songs become Christmas songs. Like, whose child is this? Ooh. I think that's supposed to be about Jesus. Oh, well, okay. I think so. Anyway, and like, you gotta have faith. I guess that's Christmas faith, maybe. <laughs> Ooh, the best Christmas song ever is Player's Ball by Outkast. Oh, boy. And I was going to say, there's nothing more disappointing than um, hearing something like, she and him are putting out a new album of Christmas music. How is that disappointing? John Legend has a new album. It's a Christmas album. Um, Fun fact, fucker. We always <laughs> listen to she and him Christmas when we put up Fredericton. It's... <laughs> Yeah, and CeeLo's Christmas. <laughs> I really wanted to call this episode Fun Fact Fucker. Yeah. I don't think I can, though. No. But this episode is going to be called New House Who Dis. Yeah. So then, oh, the other favorite thing that happened on um, Friday when Sean came over, mm. uh, he literally came in. We hadn't even all said hi yet, but he's like, yo, I really like this Hot Leg album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hot Leg is uh, Justin Hawkins of the Darkness. When he got kicked out of the darkness, he formed a new band called Hot Leg, and it just sounds exactly like the darkness. Yeah, but it was like literally, like, he hadn't really The album's hi. also like 11 years old. I know, but it was like he rediscovered it. I know. He, like, I gave him the, the album. So that was so funny. Yeah, but yeah, so that's the one thing I was going to say, though, last Christmas was okay. So six out of 10. However, as I noted earlier in the podcast, one like over the span of two like two days on a weekend or Saturday and Sunday, I ended up PVRing a made-for-TV movie called Switched at Christmas, oh. starring DJ Tanner as twins, wow. right? And it was like your stereotypical like one's a suburban mom teacher, yeah. and then one's like a high-power architect or of something. Course, they always are and then <laughs> um, they obviously like trade places. Yeah. Yo, what do I give that film? Yo yo yo. How many micro-fast-benders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. Eight out of ten. It was so mm. funny. It was, like, not as great as the holiday in terms of cheese, but, like, up there on cheese, but sentimental and fun. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to, because we're getting towards the end of Let's this one. Let's do Saturday. Yeah, the move day. How did the move day go, you think? So... We both, although we didn't take NyQuil, and I drank a lot on Friday. I don't think you did as much. No, because I, I wanted to be, have my wits about me. So I, I drank a lot on yeah. Saturday or on Friday. So I woke up on Saturday about like 10 to 7. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, we're doing this. This is going to happen. And then before I knew it, like you and I were still moving stuff and like packing up things. I managed to go do a run to the the new house with like the car. Mm-hmm. And so I think what I love about you and I is because we're both like 
we can just like do this like we're in our lane and like we'll manage stuff and like you and I are pretty a type where we control stuff and her in a zone when I was coming back to the apartment with the car I was in such a zone calling you to say the movers are downstairs I didn't even notice Sean and Tesla's car was in front of me for about three minutes that's the same thing with me I was out literally standing in front of their car yeah texting them like oh sorry mr call i'm just with the movers and he's like yeah i can see you i'm parking <laughs> like he's like you're guys are in the zone I'm yeah like, yeah and so i think this is where when you and i are like on a project there's like we don't see anything else like we just plow through it but i also like it because we knew what tasks we wanted people to do mm. and so this is where on the fast bender scale no more. if i give our move i give oh, it oh boy yo 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 how many micro fast benders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. Nine and a half out of 10. You're going to make me put all these stings in. There's I don't only have three stings. No, there's like 10 and I haven't written any of them down. Oh, boy. There's three stings. No, there's super fan. I, you don't have those. I know. So what did you <laughs> give this thing? I didn't hear it. Nine and a half out of 10. Okay. The reason I give it that is because you, you and Sean disappeared for like an hour so the first half of the move i was going to be busier how do you know the second half of the move you're going to be busier. i didn't think i was going to be busier i thought we'd both be evenly busy by me being busier the first half and you being busier the second half we are equal oh boy so the first half you were still busy you did a run and you were here with the girls and cam organizing stuff and figuring out where things were going to go one my first part was busier than your first part because I was with the movers. I'm helping move stuff, take stuff down. I'm holding mm-hmm. doors. I'm, security's like, you can't leave this door open. We're telling them the fuck off. <laughs> and then when, Cats are freaking out. Cats are freaking out. And then when we loaded them up, mm-hmm. and so they loaded all the stuff. And again, we were going to bring some stuff ourselves over in Sean's car, just like more valuable, like mirrors, picture frames, mm-hmm. this and that. So when those guys left, I'm like, okay, here's the address. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, are you guys going now? I'm like, no, we'll probably leave in like 10, 15. I just want to do like one more run through sweep of the of the apartment. And I think, okay, let's remember again, John has an Apple watch yeah. and a phone. Yeah. So if I call John or I, John calls me. I picked it up every time. No, he didn't. We fucking all FaceTimed you and twice you never answered. Yeah, because we were lifting things. Oh, or we were lifting things. So... Then Go. so so then when the movers so nine thirty the movers came to wrap up all the stuff yeah and because How our long? apartment sucks balls yeah it we, we were supposed to have the elevator at ten we didn't get the elevator till like ten twenty okay so what was your question so what time did they they leave the apartment probably like twelve twelve yeah right and then you called me to say hey the movers are leaving yes right i'll be we're following them we'll be no, right behind yes yeah, i said, said we're going to do a sweep and then we're going to come shortly after how that how much is there a sweep if they've taken everything so look so then because Sean has such a big car mm-hmm. we were able to to do three straight we would go up to the apartment mm-hmm. load a bunch of stuff under the cart bring it down and then be like oh we still have room for more stuff yeah go back up we did three sweeps of the apartment up and down up down mm-hmm. plus we took a love seat and two office desk chairs to the dump. Okay. So because you guys were so organized, yeah. you were able to get the movers in and out so quickly that the it took Sean and I maybe an hour and a bit after they left to come to this house. And when we got here, they had literally were closing <laughs> yeah. the truck. And even the movers like, what happened to you? I'm like... Yeah. 
We're you, working here. You know you're up against a hard group when the movers are also taking the piss the whole time. Oh, boy. They're like, yo, what kind of husband is this? Where is he? And oh, I'm like, boy. they're like, oh, they went out for brunch. They were making jokes. They're like, oh, they better man. be ordering lunch for you guys. And so we actually I feel like you, we weren't doing any work. Before. We didn't know what the fuck you were doing. You said you'd be here in 10 minutes. And so my fate. That was that was John Sean. And so the other thing was, um, the funny part was, after you're like, oh, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And then I'm like, oh, they're just leaving. The thing you said to me was, sorry. Yeah. It's like you knew I was pissed. So I think it was just such good comedic timing. But it was like really nice outside. And like we met a bunch of our neighbors through this process and like, Cam was like on point. Thank God he was yeah, here because he, he was, was like here. disassembling tables and things to like bring it through the door. But I, I think for me, it was like Tesla was on kitchen duty, Ferris was on closet duty, Cam was with me like in transition moving duty. Mm. And so, like, it was just more like telling the movers where to put everything, but then also making sure they weren't scratching the walls and stuff. Mm. And so, like, everything was fine. But yeah, to your. <laughs> We're like, oh, we tried to FaceTime you guys twice. Yes, and we were in transition doing things. We also thought you were going to bring back a pizza. Well, we didn't do that, but you know what we did do? What? When you girls went to go get food for everyone, there was a giant white dresser on the main floor. Yes. And guess who, which three guys were able to take it up, not one flight, but two flights of stairs. Oh, what did that look like? Who was at the bottom? Cam and I were bottoms. (laughs) Power bottoms. Sean's always the big spoon. (laughs) (laughs) And then Sean was up top, and it was just like, it was so funny. Was it like that scene in Friends where they're like, pivot? Yeah. Pivot? It was a little bit. So we did, we had great teamwork, and um, it barely, just, just, just barely See, we're but, able to do everything. But I hate, th- I hate it again because we missed it. Nobody got a picture or video of it. That would have been amazing that for the been, video. But I was proud to know that when you guys got back, it was going to be there. And then, Oh, yeah. This is where it's like, and I say this again. Yeah. The movers weren't going to do it because they were worried they'd, they'd nick the top yeah, of the ceiling. And it's also, again, you get what you pay. You pay 500 bucks. Totally. They're going to move stuff in. They're not necessarily going to move it up because they, they didn't think... They would be able to get it to fit. So, totally. like, oh, you have to take it apart. But anyway, yeah. again, I had no, they did a but great Sean job. Sean was like, challenge accepted. Yes. So, so that was good. And then Sean and I went back again to do more stuff at the house just yeah. to show that we were doing a bunch of stuff. Oh. And then Ferris, me, and Tesla went to like, this is where I laughed because I was like telling friends, they're like, whoa, time sure have changed. And I'm like, I agree. Before when you'd move your friends, it'd be like a pizza and like a six pack. Yeah. When we move our with our friends, it's like a charcuterie platter. Right. And like drinks. There's still stuff. beers. Oh, there's still beers, but it's just so like super bougie. Nibs. Yeah, super nibs and like bougie now. Mm. So like the fun part was um, we went grocery shopping, which was hilarious. And then we're driving around. We went on like a hot chocolate and coffee run at Deneen, which was fun. But then the girls, while we were moving things, I guess, in place and, like, doing something else, they made, like, a whole platter and, like, set up on the island, which was lovely. And so, like, we all kind of ended up kicking it in our kitchen. But what I love about our moving experience, I think it was, like, everything was kind of moved in by 1 o'clock, mm-hmm. right? And then it was really only just moving stuff in place right? Um, and unpacking, um, which we did. So, like, the entire main floor, for the most part, was, like, unpacked and ready to go by, like... Three. Yeah, 100%. Because then we all just ended up chilling on the couch and like hanging out till like six. 
Yeah, it was nice. And then we just had like a little easy dinner and did mm-hmm. some more cleaning and unpacking. And then mm-hmm. Sunday, more unpacking, bought some more stuff for the house. Yeah, but I got really sad Saturday. Because it was your first night here away from 605, yeah, Club I miss, 605. I miss Club 605. What's the name of our new house? Um, Crosby Chester. So that's cool. And yeah. It's feeling better now, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's crazy. We're here. We did it. We made it. We made it. And I would say, because I've never commuted home on the subway, it's yes. very sweet. It was a snowstorm today, and you surprised me and came to pick me up at a station. <laughs> exactly. So I did that, and no, it was great. And I think this is a good place to end this week's podcast. We were right at that time. Next week, again, we'll be back for the finale with the best of 2019, counting down our favorite Albums, songs, movies, TV shows, and concerts of the year. Mm -hmm. Always my favorite podcast of the year. So come back for that one. And then we're going to, I'd say, come back probably early January. Not Mm -hmm. take as much time off and just Mm -hmm. build up some stories and talk about that crazy shit. Totally. So I would love to make Matt Mays the band of the week. And the song that I fell in love with was called Dark Promises. And it's from his Twice Upon a Hell of a Time, which is his acoustic album of his once upon a hell of a time and it's really cool uh perfect for winter and snow and all that kind of stuff like fleet fox is good exactly so i was again kind of blown away uh like i was when i saw young the giant so i recommend if matt mays comes to your town go see him and go download a bunch of his songs so this song again is called dark promises by Matt Mays, so let's give this shit a listen. So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com and instagram.com slash live605 for funny pictures, memes, and gifts. Follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Allencamp. I'm Valgomez23. And until next week, I guess I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Peace. It's time for turkey burgers. <laughs> She's looking with the dawn. Just like summer, she was gone Lonely's just a word And it don't mean shit to me Cause I'm a hummingbird in hawk wings Designed to be free And all your dark promises are gone and the tears that fall down my face soon will turn to stone now. And all your dark promises are gone. I'm so sick of throwing stones up at your window. Broken hearts beat harder on highways built along the water. Do I gotta tell you It's all in your mind Nothing's what it seems We're just dust In the arc like beams Shining off the back of my eyes Well I lay here Well I lay here trying to Tears 
that fall down my face soon will turn to stone now and all your dark promises are gone I'm so sick of throwing stones up at your window all for the